The Social Click, creating clickable content. Hi, and welcome to The Social Click, creating clickable content. I am your host, Taylor Ann Jean, and as usual, I'm coming to you to share little tips, tricks, tools, and wisdom that I've picked up along the way to help you grow your business in the digital space. On today's episode of The Social Click, we are going to be discussing all things customer avatars. Now, you can call it a customer persona, a buyer profile, an avatar, like whatever it is that you would like to refer to it as. It basically is just like a semi-fictional representation of your ideal customer for any given product or service or like your business in general. This is like a marketing tool that I think is really important to all businesses to be utilizing. And I think it's something that is underutilized. And I think it's also something that people will either skip or only do very briefly and don't end up doing it in a lot of depth. A key thing to remember is that like a customer persona, avatar, bio profile, whatever it is, it's just like a mirror image of your ideal customer. You know, back in the day when it used to just be door-to-door salesmen, they'd just knock on every single door in the neighborhood, they'd chat to whoever is at the door, run their pitch and try and be as successful as they could, you know, neighborhood to neighborhood. They didn't really have a whole lot of data around who was going to be answering the door, what kind of problems that they're facing, you know, the kind of language that they needed to use to communicate and connect best with them. They just kind of had a script that they used for every single person and just hoped for the best. Then there was like the golden age of like radio, TV, billboards, and basically marketers did the same thing then where it was cast the net as far and wide as possible and hope to catch as many people. Not specifically tailoring it yet to the market or, you know, the specific customer avatars. What has happened in recent years is obviously the internet and social media and access to an abundance of data. Data about your personality, your issues, your search history, your facial expression while you're watching videos, all of those kinds of things are now accessible to marketers to know who they want to reach, like how they're going to react to particular things. So you want to really utilize this information in a way that you can then create really targeted ads or really targeted content that suits your audience. But for you to be able to do that, you need to really specifically know who your audience is and also where they are on their buying journey, really. So a buying journey is like different to like a persona or an avatar. A buying journey is a lot more around their awareness. So you'll find like it's very simple. There's like three levels of awareness when it comes to your customers. And the first level is they don't really know that they have a problem that you can solve they're just kind of out there existing. They're not, they've not been made aware of it yet. The second level is that they're aware of what their issue is and they're kind of shopping around to what the solutions are. And then the third level is they're aware of their problem. They've already decided on a solution and now they just need to choose the brand that aligns with them best. So when you're creating a customer persona or a customer avatar, you also need to know where they are on their journey because that will also change how you approach them 
Are you educating them on a particular problem? Are you educating them on what the solution is? Or are you educating them on why you are best suited to them? So that changes the tone and, and the kind of language that you're using. So that's another thing that you just need to be aware of. So when it comes to marketing to your customer persona or your customer avatars, knowing where they are in their journey and knowing what they require for their day-to-day, having a little story behind them makes it a lot easier for you to show up at key points in their day-to-day lives to remind them that you exist and that your product or service is going to solve that problem for them. So coming into play with that means that you get to ask a whole bunch of questions and get really, really specific because you can say my customer persona or my avatar is women between the ages of 20 and 40 and they live local to me and they really like the beach. Now, while that is like a good starting point, you get to be a lot more specific with that so that your business is really aligning with them and that your brand really is showing up for them. Because I know a whole bunch of women between the ages of 20 and 40 that like the beach that live local to me. And they are all completely different human beings with completely different challenges. Some of them are married with kids. Some of them are single entrepreneurs that travel around the world all the time. Some of them are just like really cool little beach bums who have created a life where they're not really around too much technology. So while it's really good to have that as a general starting point, there are some questions and I will share them with you in a little bit that you can ask yourself of your audience to be able to create a very specific customer persona or avatar and then create like a little story that goes with them to help you when you're creating your content and your marketing so that you are reaching and connecting with them the way that you want. Now, one thing that I would really love to point out is it's always great to have like your ideal client, like the person that's going to be easiest to sell to, easiest to connect to. And that's always really great to have. But what you can also create, especially for like bigger businesses, is also like a negative customer avatar. I would class them as like haters. They Maybe they leave negative reviews. Maybe they don't enjoy your content, whatever it is. They're kind of a target market that, you know, once you've already like really niched down on your positive customer avatars, you can always have a look at these negative ones because everyone can be won over. If you identify the key points for those like negative customers, you can then use language that is then going to connect with them, that's going to support them, that's going to uplift them and then bring them in and win them over. Because you never know, someone may have just been triggered by something simple and then you can amend that, you can change that. And I like, I love a negative customer avatar. I think they're so great to work with because it also identifies gaps in your own products or services that you can improve on. So they're not necessarily negative, but they're probably the more difficult people that you're going to be wanting to connect with. So keeping that in mind when you're creating your customer avatars or your customer personas as well, that you can do the more challenging group too. It doesn't just have to be the easy, easy sales. And I can hear a lot of you thinking, oh, like, do I really need to create an in-depth customer avatar? And the answer is yes. Yes, you do. Here is an example. For each of these services that I offer, I created three key customer avatars for each of them. So there was quite a few, but 
when I created them, I based them off someone that I knew and that I knew I really wanted to work with. And in doing that, it meant that the language that I was using, the information that I was sharing, the products and services that I was putting out, they appealed directly to those people. And when I tell you I've worked with every single one of them that I created, perfect, perfect for me. So you get to do that same thing as well. The other thing about creating those really great customer personas is it makes it so much easier in the long term when you're making business decisions. So you will then think about like whatever you're creating or whatever you're putting out there, you will be like, will this be helpful to XYZ customer avatar? Questions to ask yourself when you are creating a customer avatar would be centered around a few key points. So think about demographics. Where do they live? What's the climate like there? How old are they? What is their marital status? Do they have children? If so, how many? You know, what's their work situation? What's their salary like? Those kinds of things. You want to get really specific because, you know, if it's someone who doesn't have any kids and they get to invest a lot of money in their hobbies and you're a business that works directly with those hobbies, that makes it a lot easier for you to market to it. Whereas if they are someone who has a couple of kids, they don't get to invest a lot of time in their hobbies. You'll change the way that you're talking about your business in order to connect with them on a deeper level. So, you know, who they are, their demographics, what they want, which is kind of like the emotional piece. So what's their self-image? What kind of personality do they have? What are their personal beliefs and values? You know, what are their day-to-day goals? Which again, changes from each person. The next thing that I would kind of say is think about the relationships. So how are they interacting with you or your competitors? So has this person used this service before? You know, are they even aware that it exists? How much do they know about it? When they use the service, like when is that? Is it something they're doing very frequently? Is it something that only comes up seasonally? Is it something that only comes up for one specific issue? You know, thinking about it from that way. And then the other thing that's really key to think about in this like relationships kind of section is How do they feel about using this service? Is this something that brings them joy or is it a chore to be ticked off? Is it like a a perceived, you know, quote unquote evil? Or is it something that they're gonna be really excited about all the time? Interesting question to sit with. The next thing is thinking about the pitch. So what will make this happen or stop this purchase from happening? So what's their goal in buying the service or taking the action? During the interaction with you, like how are they going to feel? What makes it pleasant? What makes it exciting? What makes it fun? What makes it memorable or maddening or frustrating to them in using your product or service? How are you going to make them feel like they've received value? Yeah, so everyone wants to feel like they've received real value in whatever they're committing to. The next thing is like the impact of this person connecting with your business So what effect are they going to have on your business? Are they going to become evangelical? Are they going to go around and tell everyone how much they love interacting with it? Are they going to come back and use the service all the time? Are they going to come back and buy this product all the time? You know, if you're creating some kind of community, are the other community members going to really like this new person that they're bringing in? What kind of experience are they going to create for everyone involved? And something to think about in the long term is, could they potentially become brand ambassadors for you? I think that's always something to keep in the back of your mind. 
So there's a few questions that you can think about, demographics, emotional relationships, pitch and impact, just when it comes to creating your customer personas or your customer avatars. Yeah, so I hope you found those helpful. And then how are you gonna be using this customer avatar, this customer persona? Sorry, I missed a little bit. I should mention, I name all of my customer avatars. I don't just call them avatar one, avatar two, or like product avatar one, whatever it is. I actually give them a name and it helps me because I obviously base a lot of my customer avatars on people I've interacted with. So I give them the name of that person. So maybe I have a Brandon avatar. Maybe I have an Emily avatar. Maybe I have a Sky avatar. And then I know that they're the people that I'm talking to directly. And because I already know their personalities and I know it very well, it makes it easier for me when I'm answering my avatar questions here. And then also when I'm creating my content and my services and updating all of those things, cause I'm like, oh, will Ella enjoy me talking about this? Is this something that's relevant to her? Is this going to help Emily, Sky, and Brando, or is it just gonna help Brando? Like, so giving them a name and associating it in that way and then giving them a little story makes it a lot easier down the track. So that's a little hot tip for you. So when it comes to using your customer persona or your customer avatar, it helps you create more of like a one-on-one -on -one relationship with your audience. So instead of it just being a sea of people that you don't really know, you're very specifically thinking like it's this avatar here and it allows you to connect with them on a much deeper level. As I've already mentioned, it allows you to create social media content that's gonna get more engagement because you are speaking directly to those customers that you love or don't love. <laughs> it helps you win people over in the way that like the language that you're using is gonna be very relatable to them. And it helps get you a much higher return on your investment when it comes to your advertising and your social media. And it also means that you're attracting in your target audience, which is exactly what you wanna do. You wanna organically grow through connecting with those people that do align with your services and with your products. So that is a little bit from me today. I say a little bit, it was a bit of a longer one, but a little bit from me around creating your customer avatars or your customer personas, you know, whatever the frick you wanna call it. And I'm actually gonna be holding a masterclass on this one very shortly. So if you would like to participate in that masterclass, please drop me a line below. I'll send you all of the details. And then that way you get to really create these and take away some tools that I use and some very easy templates in creating them for yourself as well. Thank you so much for tuning in this week to The Social Click, creating clickable content. I really love sharing these little nuggets of wisdom with you all the time. I would love to hear from you in the comments if you have any thoughts, feelings, opinions, or questions. And I look forward to chatting to you guys again next week. If you're wanting to find me on any other platform, you can find me on Instagram at The Social Palette. Find me on Facebook, or you can drop me a line on our website www.thesocialpalette.com.au Thank you so much guys and talk to you again soon!